Hello and welcome to the Alcohol Free Vibes podcast, a high vibe space where we talk about all things spirituality, manifestation, raising our vibrations and walking away from the manifestation block that is alcohol. Whether you're newly sober, sober curious or you've been sober for a long time, this is the place for you if you want to learn more about spirituality, manifestation and how letting go of alcohol can make you so much more powerful at manifesting. It's time to stop drinking, start living, raise our vibrations and step into our manifestation power. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Alcohol Free Vibes podcast. How are you feeling? We are coming towards the end of the summer now. We are about to enter into September and I know that for many of us September can feel a little bit like another January in that it can be a time when we are ready to take stock and think about our goals, um, to let go of habits that no longer serve us and to think about our health and well-being and to kind of have a bit of a clean, fresh start. So if that is you and you are looking forward to having a sober September um, and you want to review your drinking, um, maybe you want to just enter into being sober curious or you are ready to stop drinking for good or even just for the month, then please reach out to me. Um, You can get involved in my group coaching membership, which is only £35 a month uh, and it involves two group coaching sessions. Um, And you can also reach out to me for one-to-one coaching. Um, I'm also really excited to say that I am taking part in the Mindful Life Practices uh, Sober Yoga Week this week. It's all free. Um, I will link my um, class, my workshop in the show notes. There's loads of amazing things going on in this Sober Yoga Week. It's all online. Get involved. It's full of you know, awesome teachers, really inspiring people, sharing their wisdom and their skills uh, and their healing modalities, mainly through yoga, um, but a few other things going on there. um, And it's just really cool. Um, So in this week's episode, I am interviewing the wonderful Victoria Maskell. Victoria is a very dear friend of mine and she is super, super knowledgeable. She is a psychotherapist, a hypnotherapist, and a BWRT practitioner. And uh, if you don't know what BWRT is, then fear not, because this episode will explain all. Now, of course, as fellow sober people or people who are sober curious, we know that when we let go of alcohol, it's not about depriving ourselves at all. It's about opening ourselves up to a beautiful journey of healing and growing and expanding our souls and upping our manifestation skills. And the more and more we go down this path, the more we discover amazing tools, modalities, hacks um, to to heal, to heal ourselves, to reprogram our brains and to to up-level and just get more and more awesome at life, basically. So Victoria is going to tell us all about one of those very things, BWRT. Um, So if you're curious as to how you can use this to help you heal and up-level, then stay tuned. Hello, Victoria. How are you today? 
I am so good, Annika. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, it's a pleasure. And this is your second time on my podcast. So it's really an honour to have you back. But for those um, of my listeners who did not hear you in the previous podcast, can you just give us a little bit of an intro as to who you are and what you do? Yeah, of course. And actually, I find this really hard. So my name is Victoria Maskell. I am a BWRT master coach, uh, law of attraction coach, and I help people to transform the way they think and feel about money, about anxiety, limiting beliefs, so that they can create businesses or create lifestyles that they want. But it's all about the mindset and the manifestation perspective. And I look at the law of attraction very much from a science point of view. A lot of the work I do is about the science, the brain, how it works. So I teach people how to use that in their lives. And that is me in a nutshell. Oh, I love that. Amazing. And you've also written a really cool book, haven't you? What's your book called again? I have. And I know they won't be able to see this, but I've actually got the like the spine of it here. So it's called The Science of Getting Rich, the fast track version for the 21st century. So people might have heard of the book by Wallace Wattles that was written in about 1910 called The Science of Getting Rich. I read it. It's amazing. There's loads of good stuff in there. But as we've talked about, it's outdated because the way money is, the way the world is now in 2022 versus 1910 is very different. So I decided to take inspiration from that book and write a more up-to-date version that's about manifestation, it's about money, it's about money mindset in 2022. So yeah, that is my book. Um, And yeah, I love it. And I have read it and I would just like to tell everyone it's really good and you should definitely order it from Victoria's website. I will put the link in the show notes. But today we are talking very specifically about BWRT, um, both the um, therapeutic side of it, but also the coaching side of BWRT. So can you just um, begin by telling us what does BWRT stand for? What does it all mean? What does it all mean? Yeah. Yeah, great question. So it stands for brain working recursive technique. And even that probably doesn't help people because they're like, what does brain working recursive technique mean? Hmm. So it is a technique unlike any other. It was created by um, a man called Terence Watts, who has been in the therapy world for years. He's got something like I'm going to probably misquote him. So Terence, if you're listening, I'm really sorry. He's got thousands and thousands of years of therapy, hours, sorry, thousands and thousands (laughs) of years. Terence, you're not that old. I'm so sorry. Hours of therapy experience. And he created this in about 2012. And it is all about understanding where things come from. So where a thought comes from and anxiety comes from and actually changing that at the root. Mm. So very, very broadly speaking, older school therapy or different types of therapy work on once you started feeling a thought. So once you started feeling anxious or you started feeling some kind of emotion, a lot of them work on that. Whereas BWRT is saying, well, why not work on the root of it? Why not change it where it actually starts, which is in the reptilian complex, which I'm sure we'll talk about in a minute. And actually that to me is what makes BWRT so different. It's so effective, so rapid because Terence was able to kind of go, I think actually what's happening is this impulse, this idea, this thought isn't really starting where we used to think it was. It's starting in this different place. So let's work on that instead. So stands for brain working recursive technique. Amazing. And um, oh, 
when so many questions. So, I've got so many questions coming up now. So, okay, um, in a session then, what does a session of that look like? What would oh, you take us through? Great question. So people may have experienced things like CBT. They might have experienced hypnosis. They might have experienced EMDR. BWRT is different to all of those. And mm. I think uh, when you've been through it, um, you're like, oh, okay, I understand that. So if I'm having a session with someone, the start of it is lots and lots of questions, um, lots and lots of understanding the way they're feeling, what that feels like. Um, possibly unlike lots of other kind of techniques though, people can tell me as much or as little as they want. So sometimes people can say, I'm feeling anxiety and this particular event or this particular situation makes me feel really anxious, but I don't really want to go into that anymore. That's absolutely fine. Other times people might want to really explain and talk about where it came from and how it makes them feel and how it makes their body physically feel. It's very much down to the client where they want to take it. And I think that's really important to say, because sometimes I know, I know this personally, sometimes you've, you've hashed stuff over and over and over again, and you don't want to sit down for another hour and just repeat the same old stuff. You're like, let's move on from this. And I would say BWRT is very future focused. It's not like um, old school psychotherapy yeah. where that was about like going back, going back to your childhood, finding what we call an ISE, which is an initial sensitizing event. BWRT isn't like that. If I broke a BWRT session down into like the absolute bare bones, it's how don't you want to feel? Yeah. How would you want to feel instead? And then bringing in the future element of that. So what will you be doing when you have tackled this, accomplished this, achieved this? What will that look like? How will you feel? That is that is the absolute kind of what do they call it cliff notes version of bwrt <laughs> they're, they're, they're like the summary of um so the session starts yeah with lots of questions me understanding how someone is feeling how they want to feel instead and then further through the session we actually go into the bwrt process which is unlike anything else um it's a bit a bit of the sort of thing you have to like experience to really understand um, you're not in a hypnotic state it's not hypnosis but it's about firing up neural pathways around the limiting belief so let's please use money as an example maybe um, someone has a belief that they have to work really hard to be successful like they have to hustle and grind and if they're not sacrificing that they don't deserve money well that's a very limiting belief so many of us hold that because that's what we're taught yeah. but it might be that that's the limiting belief they want to change so imagine that we're going to fire up that belief we're going to freeze it and we're going to divert electrical energy, neural impulses into a different feeling. So it's like we're wiring in that better feeling that they choose. It's all to do with what they want. We're wiring it into their neural network so that later on, when they go back to it, all they're left with is the preferred response, not the, the limit or the anxiety or the I'm not good enough or I don't deserve success or I don't actually want to make so much money because I know it means sacrifice. You can rewire it into money flows to me money is abundant I am worthy of money I can allow money to come to me without sacrificing time with my family or my friends or my health or whatever mm -hmm. so yeah I know it's really difficult to explain but that's that's basically what's happening in a BWRT session so what I'm hearing is it's like you help people go back to the, the motherboard in their circuitry mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. and move the circuits around in a way that is 
beneficial to them reaching their goals would that be right oh yeah totally like mm. let me give an example that I I often use because I think it makes a lot of sense right Annika I'll use you so imagine okay. I'm sitting in front of you right now I'm going to grab my my pen from my I don't chase I attract mug love oh, it yeah. manifestation <laughs> at all times right imagine you're sitting opposite me and I'm holding this black biro and I'm going to throw this black biro at you yeah what are you going to do uh duck flinch and are you going to have to consciously think about making those decisions? No. no, because what would happen if you had to consciously think, oh, Victoria's throwing a pen at me. It's coming quite close to my head or it's getting closer and closer. What would happen? Well, th- there's two. There's not enough time to think those things. Oh, it would hit me in the face. Yeah, exactly. You'd get hit in the face. So the fact that you said you'd instantly duck, flinch, go to grab it. That is because there is a part of your mind that is deeper than your conscious making that instant decision. Mm. The same way that if you are driving in your car and a pigeon flies out, you flinch, you go to break. You don't have to consciously process it. Well, the thing with BWRT is we know that so much of what we do has gone to our subconscious programming. Like you said, the motherboard. It's Mm. gone to a place that we now know that is called the reptilian complex. So what that means is everyone listening to this podcast is going about their day, making instant responses to things without consciously being aware of it. So you wake up in the morning and you instantly go to grab your phone to check your messages before you've even processed it. Mm. Or you brush your teeth and you don't even have to consciously be aware of it. You know where the toothbrush is, you know how to brush your teeth, you just do it. Mm. Now, that's great if these are really adaptive. If these are things like I feel amazing, I'm confident, um, I can achieve my goals. That can go and stay on autopilot because that's that's brilliant. But what happens for most of us is we've got stuff in that reptilian complex that is limiting and it's acting on autopilot. So um, you walk into an office board meeting and you instantly feel nervous and anxious, even if you're not presenting, because Mm. your reptilian complex is producing that instant response of don't mess up, don't say the wrong thing. This could be really nerve wracking. So you're not consciously thinking it, but as soon as you feel that, you, you give conscious attention to it and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. So think of it as yeah, BWRT is like going back to the motherboard and looking at what's there and saying, what do we want to keep? What do we want to change? And this is so helpful because everyone listening who has walked away from alcohol and let go of alcohol will will resonate with the fact that when we do this, we enter into a healing journey. We enter into a part of our lives where we are bravely looking at all of the stuff we were trying to numb and we start kind of standing up for ourselves and saying hang on a minute no I don't I don't want my life to be like this anymore I want it to be like this and when we do that we often hit stumbling blocks and they aren't usually from within ourselves like we we get frustrated with ourselves we feel like we're hitting our head against a brick wall sometimes when we're like why do I keep doing why do I keep eating all this sugar why do I keep doing this and and we start kind of warring with ourselves and this is just such a helpful helpful technique that you can use when you do notice those those patterns and those limiting beliefs coming up yeah and I think it's it's worth saying that we all have it because Mm. our brain is adaptive in holding these patterns because if you imagine that if the if the opposite was true and everything had to be conscious you'd wake up in the morning and you'd be like oh my god where am I how do I get out of bed how do I brush my teeth where's my toothbrush what is a toothbrush like you'd have you'd have so much to try and process that just wouldn't be possible 
So with something like alcohol, there, there are programs about what alcohol means, what it means to drink, what it means to not drink. Mm. Um, people are going to have um, programs and experiences around people's commentary on maybe they've, they've gone somewhere and said, oh, no, thanks. I'm going to have a soft drink. Oh, it's going to be about the comments they get, the responses, mm. good or bad. And yeah, I think knowing that there is a way of changing and transforming and not having to be um, at the mercy of these old limiting patterns, it's just so freeing knowing that you can up level and you can transform and you can say, okay, well, that was me in my 20s, but now I want to step into this version of myself. And knowing that you can do that on a neurological level, I just think is really cool, really exciting. Yeah, and I couldn't agree more so much of manifestation in or actually that's an understatement all of manifestation actually starts with our neural programs with our limiting beliefs with our with with the wiring in our subconscious mind and when we can start to unpick and and get some kind of uh, what curiosity and awareness first of all like there's so many things that we do that we're just not even aware of and when we when we become aware that in itself is is hugely empowering and and then taking that step into actually reprogramming it that's how we manifest our dream life isn't it oh yes and right I'm gonna this is totally totally random in many ways but it's so relevant in others I was scrolling through Instagram yeah I love Instagram I was looking through Instagram stories and I won't say the company because Mm. it's not about that but they had this advert and it was like a three Instagram story advert and the first thing that this person said was I'm just like you I realize manifestation doesn't work and I was like right I'm hooked I need to know what this is about and then it goes on and there's an image of this girl manifesting and what she's doing is she's crossing both her fingers she's got her eyes closed and she's sort of like wishing if you okay Mm. and then it goes on to say so instead I've started journaling and this is working so much better for me it's so much better than manifestation and and obviously, like, think about advertising, think about marketing. That wants to create a reaction in people. And oh, my goodness, did this create a reaction in me? Because I was like, manifestation is not crossing your fingers and hoping. Mm. The law of action, if nothing else, tells you, well, it's law of attraction, but there's also one of the extra um, 12 universal laws, law of action. I just, I feel it's so sad when there are these misconceptions around manifestation. Because mm. just as you said, Manifestation is something that is happening 24 seven. But with that, it's about uncovering your programs, looking at your energy, the actions you're taking. It's not just crossing your fingers and hoping. Um, But obviously, you know, it's got me talking, hasn't it? It's got me on this podcast wanting to share it with you. So good advertising what that advert was showing is somebody in a state of wanting which is uh, repelling your your manifestations we don't want to be in the state of wanting um, because that's a lack state so yeah they don't know what we're talking about they don't (laughs) they need to listen to your podcast to make sure that they fully understand about manifestation And And, (laughs) and also like wouldn't you say that journaling is part of the manifestation process oh my goodness so important coaching is affirmations are exercises moving your body is Mm. listening to your intuition this manifestation isn't just oh yeah I want a million pounds oh cross my fingers hope it's gonna come like that's not what it is and so yeah I I did um take a screen record of the full advert so Annika I will be sending it to you (laughs) you and experience the full thing (laughs) thank you so much um yeah I look forward to reading it and uh, watching it sorry but to go on with what you're saying about journaling for me 
journaling is magical it's it's how you become aware of your subconscious it's how you um uncover programs it's how you talk to your inner your higher higher self and tap into your inner voice of wisdom it's how you channel oh i love journaling yeah journaling. Uh, right the next thing i need to know victoria because we okay. talked quite a lot about bwrt therapy but i know that that's only one half of it because you also do bwrt coaching and i know this people because victoria has done this on me sounds dodgy <laughs> but, um, bwrt <laughs> coaching what is it right it's amazing like coaching as we know like you were just saying is so powerful because it mm. gives people the opportunity to uncover what is going on in their mindset in their actions that you just can't do on your own like journaling is brilliant but I think it's a piece of the puzzle I think the power of coaching is to take you to that next level like I'm sure people come to you with a a feeling of I'd like some help with or Mm. I want to progress with and I know that the work you do helps them progress exponentially and I think with BWRT coaching it's combining the neuroscience, the understanding of where these limiting beliefs are, the power of the BWRT technique to actually change and remove blocks and limits, but with a really powerful coaching process that starts with uncovering everyone's individual combinations of three key parts of our personality. So we all have all three elements. Um, I've, I've got an episode where I talk about this in more detail, so I can, I can give you the link to that if people want to know. But in a nutshell, We are all a combination of a warrior, and that's W-A, not warrior as in anxiety, warrior, settler, and a nomad. Now, in an ideal world, and we might touch on this, we want to be an equal balance of all three. But most people aren't. Most of us have a dominant resource. Now, this is something that could have been developed through childhood, something that's been reinforced, um, a bit like a personality trait that we've used in some positive or or potentially negative way. And what I do in the coaching is in the very first session, we uncover your dominant inner and your dominant outer resources, because imagine that imagine that someone's goal is to start a business and they want to be a CEO. They want to be assertive. They want to be really structured in terms of they want to have a goal. They want to follow it through. They don't want to give up. They want to really drive something forward. That would be a very warrior trait. Okay. Mm. The organization, the determination, the assertiveness, very warrior. But if they're a nomad, they are using the wrong resource. They're, They're basically out of alignment because the nomad is enthusiastic, high energy, but potentially a little bit fickle. The the real strength of the nomad is to overcome problems and come up with new ideas. So what they're basically saying is, hi, I'm the kind of person that's great at thinking up new things, but I might jump into something and then jump into something else. But I want to achieve something that means I stick to a plan constantly and I never divert from that path. Now, you can probably hear in the way I'm describing it, it's like, Hmm, that's going to be quite difficult for you because naturally that's not the way you are. So in BWRT coaching, it's like, right, what do you want to achieve? Let's look at your dominant inner and outer resources. And then I help people to tap into. So in that example, I would help a person to tap into their inner warrior in such a way that their nomad wasn't bored, that their nomad wasn't like, oh, I've had enough of this. Let's do something different. It's like, get them to be best friends get them to be on the same page using all the different techniques that I do in the the coaching sessions so that it's easy to achieve that goal. And maybe you do it in a slightly different way, but you get to where you want to go. 
Um, and I had a session with someone this week and she said, I've done so many personality tests. I've done so many things, but I feel like this is the first coaching session where someone has actually got to know me and how I tick. And I was like, and that is exactly what BWRT oh, coaching is. Lovely. Um, and, and I found it really, really insightful when um, when we were doing our session. And one of the things that, first of all, I found interesting about it was you didn't hypnotize me, but you did ask me to close my eyes and you took me into a visualization. Yeah. Um, and I would say that even though you didn't go through a hypnotic process with me, I did feel like the visualization was so vivid and strong and just came to me that it was it was kind of like a hypnosis and you asked me to um, visualize these different parts of me and they were just so clear so my warrior was like um, me with a French pleat in a suit and I was like a hard-nosed businesswoman basically (laughs) and I'm, I'm not saying that I do this anymore or that I think this is a good thing but I was smoking in it I was just like that like boss bitch if you like yeah. um and then my settler I was like me in my yogi outfit like mm-hmm. meditating and being all calm and and like my maternal side as well and then my nomad was me at a festival when I was like 20 and <laughs> yeah being a ladette being the 90s ladette just like hey it doesn't matter like everything's fine just have fun <laughs> yeah. yeah and I think that's really nice that you've kind of given a little bit of your experience there because I think people often, well, there's two points to this. I think people often find elements of it really easy because it's them. Mm. It's now it doesn't necessarily have to be um, a part of you that looks like you. Mm. Some of my clients have their warrior, their settler, their nomad as the opposite gender to what they are, or even an mm. animal or something more symbolic. But it's like it's like you're describing something you already know because it's you, and maybe it's a resource that you haven't tapped into. So what what tends to happen is um so for example i am a nomad settler which is an interesting combination but my warrior is my least dominant i find it really easy to tap into what my setter and my nomad look like feel like i could be like oh yeah they're doing this they're they're doing that when i first came to it i was like hmm what is my warrior like and it's just because it's not a state i naturally sit Mm. in but you were one of those very special lucky people. And honestly, it's so, so rare who were, you are an equal mix of all three across the board. And I know you were saying that that really resonated because it sort of translated into other things you'd looked into. Do you want to? Yeah. So first of all, in the past, I've I've got frustrated with personality tests because I've always just been like, well, you know, I could be, I'm all of those things. So this is just, and, and it made me, when I was, more naive and I was at the beginning of my journey it made me just perhaps overthink personality tests a bit too much and think well it depends like what what day I'm on and what I'm doing but what's come from this is no I'm just a balance of these things and actually the more and more and more I delve into my human design my natal chart like all of these different things the thing that I love is that all of these modalities are completely un connected they've come from completely different backgrounds the the dots always join up so on my natal chart I've got an equal balance of um fire air and earth signs Mm -hmm. um and my human design like so much of my human design links into it um it's just I just love how you know we've always got the ego on our shoulder every now and again that calls bullshit and it's like oh but is it really there or are you just 
you know, making this up. And and the more and more and more and more we learn about ourselves, we learn about all these different modalities, the more proof we gather of, well, no, because it all links up. It's, it's all saying the same thing. And do you know what I think one of the most exciting things is? I know we've both read the book, A Happy Pocket Full of Money. Oh, I love that book. I love that book. Um, and oh, and I, I know I sent you a voice message a few days ago because I was like, Annika, I need to talk about the quantum physics behind this because what does this mean and what about this? So, so I know we're on the same page with that, literally. But if you look at that, that is, there's a whole chapter in that talking about quantum physics. There are elements of that that are so incredibly scientific. Yeah. But the theme of it is exactly the same as spiritual, test, uh, spiritual textbooks religious textbooks mm. um completely different modalities completely different ways of looking at things but really the core of it is exactly the same and if we're being if we're being scientific right imagine mm. that you've done i don't know 10 experiments in different ways but they'd all basically got the same results wouldn't that tell you something wouldn't that tell mm. you and i think what's really great about it is everyone is completely open and entitled to have their own view on it whether you take that from a religious, a spiritual or a scientific point of view or some combination of them, it's like, it's okay. There's something for everyone Definitely. to help you understand and process what life is and manifestation. And yeah, sorry. And the, thing that the more and more um, I've learned about this, the more I've just come to the conclusion that this whole idea that science and spirituality are separate is just disempowering because they're the same thing. And whoever told us that we had to argue them against each other was just basically sending us on a wild goose chase to try and confuse and distract us because um it's like saying um explain reality on earth and someone saying well this is what a day on earth looks like and they're giving us um like a, a schedule of like a day and then someone else saying no 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 that's not true let me show you all the different microbes on earth um and they could explain how all the microbes work. And they could say, this is, this is, that's not true. This is the truth. And then someone else can say, let me explain how the seasons work. And they're like, no, don't listen to any of that nonsense. It's the season, but all of it's true. It's all yeah. a part of the picture. It's all true. And um, and like, I'm going to talk about another universal law, but like the, the law of divine oneness, mm. everything is the same. Everything is connected. Like if everything, if you, this is sort of what we were talking about, wasn't it? But like, if, matter if organs are tissues and tissues are cells and cells are made up of atoms and atoms are made up of electrons and electrons are made up of energy oh what what everything is energy like everything is energy whether that's you me the table the trees the wind like it's all the same and i i think that book explains some elements of it really nicely but i think that's quite a freeing feeling mm. to believe that that actually we're not as separate we're actually really connected because everything is made up of the same stuff and it's a visual illusion that we've created of this separateness or um like you are you aren't in the same county as me right now mm. but what I'm sort of getting my head around is this idea that the the time the space it's all really an illusion and actually the energy that is you and the energy that is me they're all intertwined anyway but it's like a what did you describe it as like a virtual reality thing or like a, a a game oh no so i i just think of uh manifestation it's just so like a computer game like life is so like a computer game mm. and 
whoever channeled the idea for computer games was just trying to give us some kind of a metaphor, even if they didn't consciously realise that's what they were doing. Because if you think about um, you're, you're on a computer level, and I don't know if this is what you were thinking, and I probably am going off on a tangent, but <laughs> you're on a computer level, you have to overcome certain tasks and assignments and when you know the when you've got like the, the difficult part of the levels usually right at the end and if you can get through that bit then it's doo, 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 doo. you have gone up to level two and that's just like life like these difficult assignments that we're given these things that we've been taught to throw our hands up in the air and say poor me why is this happening to me and to curl up in a ball when we actually see no it's a sign that you're about to go up a level show up for it pass the pass the test pass the level complete yeah. the level and then you will manifest you will go up and you will up level your life and you'll raise your vibrations it's the same I think it's just so well I would then link BWRT into that and I would say if you are at the end, let's let's. I like this analogy. Right, you're on a computer game and you keep getting stuck right at the end because yeah. there's a baddie that you have to defeat and you can't do it. That's the same as the person who wants to be more confident in social situations. Maybe they used to use alcohol to help them do that, mm. but they keep coming across that same stumbling block. They feel anxious. They feel nervous. They turn events down because they're like, I can't do it. Mm. Bring in BWRT, rewire that limit put in what you want to feel instead, which might be calm, confidence, the way you feel when you're with your family, wire that in. And then suddenly they can breeze through that because on a neurological level, they feel differently. They're not having to go sweating profusely thinking this is the worst thing I've ever done and push mm -hmm. themselves through it. Cause that's like, um, one of the techniques that I learned about when I did my degree was, um, systematic desensitization or flooding there's two mm. different versions of it and basically flooding is what makes you scared so let's say someone said thunderstorms okay you're going to sit in a thunderstorm and you're going to sit it out until you don't feel scared anymore and the thing is anxiety has to come down at some point because our bodies can't maintain that sympathetic arousal forever but that's pretty horrific isn't it mm. if there's something you're really frightened of throwing yourself in at the deep end isn't very nice Whereas BWRT would be like, okay, fire up that neural pathway, freeze it, replace it with how you want to feel instead. And then after the process, it would be like, oh, there's a thunderstorm tomorrow. Oh, is there? Oh, okay. And the person would be like, oh, I hadn't even thought about it. It didn't create the anxiety. It didn't create the response. So then they're able to up level or, or go on to the next thing they want to do. It opens new doors because they're not being tied to limiting subconscious beliefs that we all have and have experienced at some point and this is why when we've stopped numbing um every time we feel an uncomfortable feeling instead of going oh god normally i'd have a drink now oh i really want to have a drink we we in instead we see it as an opportunity to heal because once we've got the tools in our toolkit once we know actually um there's loads of ways i can reprogram this i can um, book in for a bwrt session or i've got all these other um modalities in, in my toolkit as well like which one should i try today once we've got that toolkit there we can just go oh that feels really icky okay let me look at that let me heal that let me move through this because you know it's miserable isn't it looping on the same traumatic events again and again and again and so many people do for their whole lives right and that's why we, we continually want to numb but when we when we heal them we just let them go 
Yeah. And I, I can't remember if I talked about this in, I think I probably did mention it in the previous podcast episode we did, but I, in my early twenties was in an anxiety cycle. Mm. I was not basically not really eating or, or even drinking was scaring me because I was convinced there was something stuck in my throat and it was creating feelings of panic attacks and not being able to breathe. And it was constant. I would literally wake up in the morning and there'd be a moment of, oh my God, I feel good. And then it would come back into my head and it would just be the continual cycle of mm. you can't breathe. What if, what if, what if, what if? And it meant that I, I didn't want to go out. I didn't want to do things because I was, it was just consuming all of my energy. Had I known, well, number one, BWRT didn't really exist then, but had I known about BWRT or had I known about these other modalities or just manifestation to the same level, mm. I would be able to have a different perspective on it because the big turning point was I went to see the hypnotherapist and she said to me, you're not going mad. That pain you're feeling is because your subconscious mind is triggering a nerve. So you are feeling a nerve pain, but mm. that's not the response in response to what you think it is and she was explaining that the idea of power and control and change in your mind and I was like wow I didn't even realize that was fully possible and I swear I felt at least 50% better even before the hypnosis because I felt like there's something I can do about this mm. and I just think that knowledge whether you use NLP or CBT or BWRT or whatever acronym that is out there knowing that something can change is just so freeing. I love that and I agree and the more and more and more we learn and the more we go on this path of self-learning, self-help, self-discovery, I just think life just gets more exciting every single day. Thank you so much Victoria for sharing all of that really cool stuff with us. I bet everyone listening wants to follow you if they don't already and they probably want to book in with you so where can people find you online? Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you for having me again. Yeah, you know, I love talking about this. So um, people can go to my website, which is just victoriamaskell.com. Or if you want to have a look at me on Instagram, I'm at victoria.maskell. Basically, if you type Victoria Maskell in, you'll find my podcast, you'll find my Instagram. Um, And yeah, if you, if anyone listening is interested and just wants to have a quick chat about what it might look like, um, they can email me at victoria at victoriamaskell.com <laughs> literally if you can remember my name you can contact me um and yeah absolutely fine come and have a chat talk about it um and my podcast is there if people want to listen to the ins and outs of bwrt and bwrt coaching a bit more i love victoria's podcast i listen to it lots um thanks so much and um yeah you'll definitely be back because victoria and i can just talk about things for forever and ever so she'll be back you'll be hearing more of our conversations i hope you enjoyed it Thank you so much for listening to me today. If you would like to have the chance of winning a free one-to-one coaching session with me, then I'd love it if you could leave me a five-star review. All you need to do is take a screenshot of the review and send it to me at thrive at coachingbyannika.co.uk and I would love to connect with you. If you would like to connect with me further and you'd like to download my free guide, then please go to my website and you can do that and you'll be added to my mail list. Or if you would just like to book in a free discovery call with me, then you can do so via my email address or through my website. All of these links will be in the show notes. And I hope you have a wonderful, magical, sober week. And I will see you this time next week.